Hello geniuses, Queen of Forgiveness here. Let's fire and wire together. In these sessions, we are studying Dr. Joe Dispenza's intensive and progressive online courses. Let's prepare for the advanced week-long retreat physically, mentally, and spiritually together. On this podcast, I am firing and wiring by repeating what I have learned over and over, discussing the practices, giving you my personal perspective, and sharing my growth. Don't speak back to me via comments, voicemail, make a video response and tag at the letter Q and the word forgiveness at Q forgiveness on all your social media platforms. Let's do this. Facebook that Dame Lillian Walker was publishing a new book. I see stuff like that all the time because my friends list is full of active genius entrepreneurs. But the post stood out. So I immediately sent the money and pre-ordered a copy. I read the digital copy in just one day. I keep the physical copy on my desk or sometimes I put it in my travel bag. I feel that my intuition has increased as I have focused on the teachings in this book. My intuition has led me to new ideas for this very podcast. It's just a stream of never-ending ideas. I feel full all the time. So if you want to increase your intuition like me, go now and get your copy of Intuition Manifesto at qforgiveness.com forward slash intuition. That's qforgiveness.com forward slash I-N-T-U-I-T-I-O-N. Go now. Get it now. Hey, geniuses. It is Lauren Jelaine, the Queen of Forgiveness, and this is episode number 11. This is 11 nights in a row of podcasting. I actually love this. I actually love firing and wiring with you. I actually love repeating what I'm learning. I actually love um, putting it into practice. It's it's such a, a, a passion for me now. And I'm glad, I'm super glad to be sharing this passion with my fellow geniuses. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. Thank you for uh, encouraging me and setting me ablaze. I'm so thankful to you. So let's get it. This is episode number 11, the firing and wiring of remembering who you are. Let's go back to the top, shall we? Let's go back to the top and let's ask the questions. So do you actually believe in the idea that the way you think has some effect on your life, that your thoughts create your reality? Did you actually wake up this morning and consciously create a future? The biggest reason why you don't do it is because you don't believe that it's true. If you knew that your thoughts created your destiny, if you knew that on a gut level, would you ever miss a day? Would you ever let a thought slip by your awareness that you did not want to experience? 
That is the big question. That is what we're talking about in these fire and wire sessions. Let's get this. Let's get this in. Let's do the firing and the wiring of remembering who we are. So when you are remembering something, your your brain doesn't know whether you're remembering something that happened in the past or whether you're living in that moment now. Um, to remember something is to feel super final about it. That's that's why Dr. Joe is always talking about remembering your new and exciting future, remembering, because it brings some finality. It brings some concreteness. It brings certainty that happened. And that's actually what you need to create. That's what you need to believe. You need to feel and know and honor the fact that it happened just like if it was a memory, right? So the knowledge of remembering who you are, the experience of remembering who you are is just like imagining yourself to be. But the word imagining, like I've said before and I'll say again, it has such a bad connotation because imagining um, is more looked at like something fake, something make-believe, something made up, even though all of that is the real world. So I don't want you to get tripped up in the word imagination. I just want you to remember. I just want you to be final about it. I want to be final about it. I find myself um, not wanting to think certain thoughts, not wanting to be so judgmental, not wanting to uh, talk about things that I don't want to recreate But still experiencing that in my body, still experiencing that in this holographic world, and I have the knowledge in my mind that that is not the way to go. But sometimes when I am firing and wiring, I am firing and wiring the memory of who I was as the memory of who I am. And I'm still taking a hold of things and modifying them and being different than I once was. So one of the big things about remembering who you are is to remember to be compassionate with yourself, that perfection is not the goal. It is the practice that is the goal. It is coming to sit at the table each time to the meditation. It is it is it is taking a hold and recognizing who you don't want to be and recognizing who you are to take control of who you want to be, right? So or of who you are. So recognize who you are. And I recognize in that moment that I am judgmental, that I am compassionate. And then I remember to be compassionate with myself for seeing that vision of me not being compassionate when I am a compassionate person. And then I practice being compassionate to myself for talking. Maybe um, I did a practice today where I pictured myself looking at myself and giving myself compassion after I said what I said. Um, 
that was judgmental. And then I also, uh, and the word imagine, I remembered. I remembered myself. Um, I remembered myself thinking about who I was and how I responded. And uh, I remembered it in a more intentionally, emotionally positive way where I wasn't looking at myself as a judger and judging myself for judging, but I looked at my I, I looked at the moment uh, where I started to judge and I decided not to. That was the new memory. And the positive emotion was I handled that. I took a hold of that and and I feel great about the fact that I handled that and I took care of that before it even became a thing. So have some compassion for yourself. Be compassionate in remembering your new and exciting future. Um, it says here uh, in my notes, memorize neurochemical order, and each emotion causes a neurochemical reaction in the body. But um, neurochemical order is memorized. <laughs> it's That's what causes me to be judgmental, um, even though that is not who I am. That is what caused me to be, um, to say things that, and talk about things that I don't want to rewire and I don't want to fire and then I don't want to relive, right? Um, and I have to have some compassion for that because um, the neurochemical order is going to shoot off when those opportunities present themselves. And um, it's just a reaction in the body. It is the mind being uh the mind being in the body so how do we say that pulling the mind out of the body dr joe always talks about so the mind being recognized as the body just living neurochemical reactions over and over and over versus coming in with that 5% of us that thought that's like, no, we can be different. We can be better. I can be different. I can be better. So it just takes a little bit of work. And Oh, man. In my notes, I threw a scripture in here. I always love the scriptures. And then I explain the scripture after um, because I'm very Neville Goddard-ish in my thinking. So let's do it. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six. 26. For as often as ye... Eat this bread and drink this cup. You do show the Lord's death till he come. That's the King James Version of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 11 and 26. So this means if you continue to learn and experience the memory, so that's eating this bread and drinking this cup um, that was already made of the new future. So this means if you continue to learn and experience the memory of the new future, you will become the new experience or experience the death of the old life and begin to live in the new life. Um, and that scripture is about uh, Holy Communion. So every time I took communion today, it was the first Sunday at church. And um, and I didn't even think about this scripture as I, I normally do. So from now on, I'm just always going to be transparent and honest. I From now on, I'm going to think about putting off my old self and bringing on my new self. The pastor actually says a scripture like this one, not this one, um, <laughs> every time we do communion. And and I haven't thought about shedding off the old self to the new self, especially in the aspect that I think about it now, now that we do the firing and wiring sessions. It's not as much about 
laying down my old life as it is about interjecting my new life and my, it's not even the old versus the new. It's interjecting who I am now into every moment and being aware of what I'm aware of and deciding what the outcome of each moment will be right there in the moment. Making a decision to intentionally create a positive emotional memory around that moment. That doesn't always mean just changing the past moment. I know I use that a lot to talk about changing a moment that already happened in a holographic world and then um, creating a new intentional positive memory around it. But also in the moment, in the now, I think that's the most powerful. I've said this before. I think that's the most powerful and most important thing that you can do is to stand in the moment and take a hold of a moment where you would have shot off that neurochemical order automatically in the body and you and you stop and you say, I am that I am. I am that I say that I am. I am that I feel that I am. I am that I see that I am. I am that I act. That I am. I am that I be that I am. When you when you take the time and stop right there in the moment and be who you are. That's the most amazing stuff. It's the most amazing stuff. It it really those are the life changers. For me anyway, you know, I have some mystical moments, especially when I do like transcendental meditation. Um, these are the only mystical moments I could think of that I have right now. I want to have some of the others that everyone has. Like I said, when I get to the Dr. Joy event, I know I'm going to have had such experiences that I'm going to get there and I'm going to pop wide open. They're going to have me hooked up to those machines and I'm going to pop wide open like a cherry bomb. And I'm going to snap right into the divine because I have already practiced it um, by firing and wiring in these sessions and then taking the knowledge um, of what I'm learning here into my practices and living the experience in my body. Therefore, taking the mind out of the body and returning the mind to the throne, to its purposeful place where it creates and it decides in every moment and it's open in every moment to be led by the spirit or to be led by the intuition, right? Which to me are one and the same. So let's move forward. Let's get back into some Dr. Joe. So Dr. Joe says the quantum field only responds to who you are being, not only what you are thinking and what you are feeling, it responds to who you're being. I think we're going to get into it. So I'm going to keep moving forward with Dr. Joe. He says, it's your thoughts and feelings and neurochemical reactions that make you who you are. Those neurochemical reactions actually make you take action like right away. Like when I saw something uh, weird on TV and I just was completely judgmental about it today. It was a neurochemical reaction because when I see weird things like that, I just start talking about them and judging them. You know, it's just something that 
I do, just like waking up in the morning and creating. But as I continue to wake and create, I have to put a butt in there as I continue to wake and create. I'm taking a hold of that. I'm noticing that judgmentalness. I'm noticing that I talk about things that I don't want to relive. I'm noticing it and I'm not badgering myself or beating up on myself, but I'm taking a notice of those things so that I can be aware in the moment and I can be who I am in the moment so that the quantum field can respond to me and these changes uh, uh, in, in, in the world will happen around me because I am being that person that I decided to be. Let's move on with Dr. Joe. He says, it may take some time to change the memorized neurochemical order. Yeah, it may take a little bit of time because you have to pay attention. You have to become aware of what you are aware of. And then um, you're going to learn, you're going to rewire by the knowledge that you're learning here with me, with Dr. Joe, with with many other uh, um, avatars that you listen to. Um it's just, it's going to take some time because you ha- you're going to fire and wire some mixed things at first like you know today I I I judged I was totally judgmental I fired and wired that today I talked about a few things that I didn't want to keep bringing into my life I completely fired and wired that and then even though I went ahead and got intentional right after a couple of those moments um that is some mixed wiring. So it makes it take a little bit of time and change. Changing emotions does not change things. Feeling with gratitude and intention initiates change. So things don't change just because you change your emotions. Things don't change all at once just because you change your emotions. Feelings with gratitude and intention initiates a change. It just gets it started. So let's keep going with Dr. Joe. He says, continuous practice of elevated emotions, intentions, and gratitude help you to broadcast a stronger signal to others and signal new genes in new ways. So what are you broadcasting on a daily basis? What changes are you making? Where are you getting um, intentional with your gratitude? Where are you deciding to have intentional, positive, emotional memories? The neurochemical order is going to go off. So sometimes you're not going to, quote unquote, get things right. But they are right. Because right there in that moment when you take hold of it and you take notice of who you are, right there in that moment where I took hold of the fact that I was judging In that moment, I was super powerful. Nothing changed. I was okay with it. I didn't judge myself. I didn't beat myself up, but nothing changed. I was totally judgmental at that that particular point in time. I just was. And when I come up on that moment again, I will come up on it with so much more grace, so much more gratitude, and so much more intention. And I'll do that day by day. Until before you know it, I am that I am. I am that I say that I am. I am that I see that I am. I am that I feel that I am. I am that I act that I am. I am that I be that I am. 
Hmm. Continuous practice of elevated emotions, intention, and gratitude helps to broadcast a stronger signal to others and signal new genes in new ways. We're going to change from the inside out. That's We're going to change by our decisions of elevated emotions, intentions, and gratitude and by the environment that we create by signaling those signals out to others and this in this um with epigenetics we signal new genes in new ways so be intentional about what you're broadcasting because you are a broadcasting station your heart that picks up on all of your emotions is sending a signal out at least three a field out not even a signal a field out 3 feet from your body and then that signal, it reverberates further than that field. That field is just a field. What about the waves that are produced? Whew. We are energetic beings. We are full of energy. Energy. And we're emitting that from our broadcasting stations on a regular basis. As we are also have our antennas up and we're bringing in broadcasts from others. This is what makes life so juicy because you're not the only one broadcasting. Others are broadcasting to you. And even though only your world you could take care of, you do still have to live in the world with other broadcasting stations. So we're going to get back on that in just a minute. Let's get back to Dr. Joe. So Dr. Joe says, put the body away first shining in the morning and become unlimited. I really love that. I That's a typo. It was supposed to be first thing in the morning, but it came up as first shining. And the reason that I love that, the first shining in the morning, is that we are beings of light. And as when you wake up and you first light up the, the energy in your being, get up in the morning and put the body away. Take the mind out of the body. First thing in the morning, subdue the body and create. So one of the things that I miss some mornings is subduing the body. And now that I'm here, um, when I listen back to this podcast, I'm going to put that on my board. Subdue the body. Don't just go through your creation this morning. Subdue the body. See, that's why this is a work in progress. That's why this fire and wire sessions are so super necessary. Because as I come upon this information, this knowledge, it is my intention to bring it into my experience. Not just to talk about it, not just to go back and forth with each other about it, but to bring this knowledge into my experience and to share that experience with you. So we are not pushing Mm. Oh, Dr. Joe says this right after. He says, we are not punished for our sins. We are punished by our sins. So observe yourself. Take a look at how you've been acting and stay in the meditation until you feel unlimited. So we can't start on sin right now. Sin will be a whole conversation. I'm not going to tie a little about sin, but we're going to have a whole conversation about sin and how not to sin, how to open yourself up and become unlimited. 
So I do like to stay in my meditations longer than the meditation may last. Uh, I do like to subdue the body that way. And I'm going to make sure I wake up in the morning and bring the body into submission. Um, I'm going to make sure that I do that along with waking and creating. You heard it here first. All right. So put that body away first shining in the morning and become unlimited. I love that. So, oh my God, we're coming to a new title. And I actually got the thoughts out on this subject in about 20 minutes. Oh my God, how did I do that? Today is going to be a short one, day 11. Oh my God. So firing and wiring and remember who you are. Remember to memorize compassion. Um, we are living from a memorized neurochemical order. So it's going to take a little bit of time to change. Um, if you continue to learn and experience the memory that was uh, of the new future, you will become the new experience. Um, man, and let me read that again with the scripture. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. King James version of 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six. This means that if you continue to learn and experience the memory, eat this bread and drink this cup that was already made of the new future, you will uh, become the new experience and experience the death of the old life and begin to live in the new life. Um, we always want to be doing that. We're always having a birth and a death. We're always having a birth and a death. Always, always, always. Every time you make a de decision, that's birth to the new life and a little bit of death to the old life. So we're always doing that. And as we do it, the quantum field is only going to respond to us um, when we are thinking, feeling, and emitting neurochemical reactions. When we're acting in such a way um, that we have fired and wired in the change. We basically have fired and wired it so much by coming to these moments of meditation and prayer and sitting down and subduing the body and bringing it into focus and under control. We're doing such a great job at that that now we signal new genes and new ways. Now we are the person that we've always wanted to be. But it takes time. You got you to gotta, um, put in the work. You have to do the work. You have to be intentional. Just being intentional does not change things. Changing emotions does not change things. Feelings with gratitude and intention initiate change. It gets it started. But you have to practice elevated emotions, intention, and gratitude to help broadcast a stronger signal to others and signal new genes in new ways. What are you broadcasting on a regular basis? What are you doing? I know what I'm doing, and I'm trying to work on changing it. Because like I said, today I talked about a couple of things that I said, oh, you don't want to recreate that. And, and I definitely was super judgmental over a TV show, something that doesn't even matter, right? So we're going to get up first shining in the morning and put away and subdue the body, and we're going to become unlimited. And we'll no longer be punished by our sins. 
because we're going to get the point. We're going to get the point to life. Oh, I got to talk about that. Let's let's talk about punished by sins another time. Let's take that out. So we're going to observe ourselves and take hold of the actions that we are um, taking. And we're going to take a look at how we've been acting. Um, and then we're going to intentionally create a new positive memory around that. Right there as we're sitting in the meditation. And then we're going to stay in that meditation until we feel unlimited. That is it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to episode 11. So appreciate you for being here for the firing and wiring of remembering who you are. I know that we are firing and wiring it over and over and over, but it's just so important to the work that we're doing to make this change in our lives and for the lives of those around us that we do love. More love to you. I'm Lauren Jerlane, the queen of forgiveness, and we are complete. Hey genius, thanks so much for listening to the Fire and Wire Sessions podcast with your host, Lauren Jelaine, the queen of forgiveness. Remember, nerve cells that fire together, wire together. How you practice living your life is the way your life will play out. You are a genius. You are a doer and not a listener only. Share this podcast with somebody you love. Take a screenshot and tag at the letter Q and the word forgiveness at Q forgiveness on your favorite social media platforms. I'll repost you when you tag me. Let's get it.